0: Hey, you. Welcome to the Even In Weight Loss Podcast with Sherry Capilla. I'm so excited that you are here. Hey, real quick. On this quick commercial break, I wanted to make sure that you knew that three times a year, the Seeker's Method opens. But every week, every time I open enrollment into the Seeker's Method, the week before, I have one week of free Christian life coaching for weight loss available to you. It's called the Seeker's Method Experience. If you're interested in one week of coaching where you get to sample what it's like to be in the Seeker's Method, where you get to sample being coached by a Christian life coach for weight loss, I encourage you, go and save your spot today. It very well might be open if we're nearing an open enrollment season. Go to my website, sherrycapilla.com tsm Exp TSM Exp stands for the Seekers Method Experience. Once you're in there, you'll once you sign up, you'll automatically be added to the private and secure Facebook group. So it is a requirement that you have a Facebook page so that you can get into this free one week of Christian life coaching for weight loss to sample the Seekers Method. All right, back to the show. Hey, you, and welcome to the podcast. So. I want to share with you something that's going on with me personally, and I promise you, everything I'm about to share with you is going to um, come back to your weight loss. It's, It's a powerful lesson. It's amazing how God has taught me how to live my life according to what he taught me through my weight loss journey, and so now I'm offering the reverse to you. I'm showing you how what I've learned in my weight loss journey applies to my life, and now I'm going to take you through how to apply this to your weight loss journey. So <clears throat> as you may know, I'm an older mom. <laughs> um, I'm 49. Uh, my husband is, oh boy, 49, 50. My husband is 53, and we have three young, younger children Um, our children are 9, 11, and 13. Most of the time when we go to school functions or PTO meetings or you know any of those things everybody kind of well let's just say people have asked us before if we're the kids grandparents. (laughs) That's fun okay. How's that for investing suddenly having the desire to invest in wrinkle cream. (laughs) Um, Anyhow that's not what this episode is about I promise you. hold on a second, this is going to be loud on my microphone, bear with me just a second while I, okay, I just had to make a change so that this wouldn't be scratchy on the mic today. So what I want to do is just kind of set the stage for the fact that I'm an older parent, meaning I don't have as much energy as I had if, uh, well, when I was in my 20s or even my early 30s, because at that point in time, had I had children you know, the ages that they are right now, I might've been, you know, a little bit more engaged and a little bit more involved. And so here I am, you know, um, a geriatric parent basically. (laughs) And so I'm kidding with you. Um, so sometimes I run out of energy sometimes meaning every day. (laughs) And, and so this is hard because our young children, you know, obviously have all of the energy and so, you know, after a full day of coaching clients and shuffling kids to and fro and um, making dinner, cleaning the kitchen, making breakfast, cleaning and packing lunches, all of the things that you know go into parenting, I'm spent at the end of the day. I mean, not only that, but, you know, 13 years into this, now at the age of 49, I've spent so much time, as you can imagine, and I assure you this whole episode isn't about me crying. But I've spent so much of my time being fully invested completely with the kids from sunup to sundown, playing with them in the evening, showing them how to play, bringing them together, giving them baths. And so now we're at the point where in the evenings they're very self-sufficient. I can say, Landon, go take a shower 200 times. Um, I can, you know, tell the girls, you know, hey, I need you to help with teamwork with the kitchen. You get what I'm saying. My evenings are a little bit more back to being available to me, and that is amazing. And so in that freedom has also come my insatiable desire for relaxation, okay? (laughs) Um, In the evenings, after dinner, I'm exhausted. I... I just kind of want to chill out. I kind of want to, you know, get the remote control and sit on the sofa and zone out to a Hallmark movie. At the time that I'm recording this, it's the holiday season and I couldn't have more things to do, right? Like take down the Christmas tree while still doing the laundry by and still running to the grocery store so I can buy my food and prep it and still defrost it and all of the things. But I'm in that season where I'm like Kinda just don't wanna. I kinda know, you know, and I have to be careful because doing what my flesh wants is a very slippery slope for me. This is so, probably something you can relate to. We're so we're so easily ensnared and tempted by by just doing what is easy and doing what is comfortable. But you know what? I'm at that point where, <clears throat> though I'm older, I'm teaching my children. Not only what to do as an adult and showing them what a marriage looks like or doesn't look like through our actions or inactions, but I'm also building memories for them by showing them, you know, I mean, do I want them growing up and remembering mom sitting on the couch watching Hallmark movies, you know, over Christmas vacation? Because trust me, I invite them to watch the Christmas movies with me. (laughs) They don't want to. And there's been a few on the Hallmark channel that I don't want them to see, believe it or not. Um, not to mention the commercials. I mean, okay, that's not what this is about either. But if I want good memories with my children, with our children, you know, memories of us laughing and playing together, then I have to do that. Like, right? Like, then I have to go and play Uno. Then I have to go and play Connect Four with Jillian. Then I need to initiate in a family night Uno game. Then I need to see what's going on locally, and take them out on the town, even when I don't feel like it, right? Like, because whatever we practice, we get good at. Right now, I don't want to do these things, but I kind of know I need to. <clears throat> so if I keep doing what I want to do, I'm practicing doing what I want to do. If I if I just override my flesh and no longer take counsel from my flesh, then I need to understand how to go higher, how to pull rank on my flesh. Because I need to do, not every day, but I need to do what I know I should do, even when I don't feel like it. Doing what I should do, you know, what I want to do. How do I want to say this? Basically, sometimes you just need to rise above it. So like I said, if I want these good memories with the kids, if I want, you know, memories of us laughing and playing together, then I have to do that. I have to start practicing that, and eventually it'll get easier. So if I want that that result and I value that result, then I have to do it even when I don't feel like it. Doing what I should do, what I want to do, what i know i need to do doesn't always doesn't need to always be what i want to do i mean it comes down to what i value do i value relaxation do i value easiness and comfort more than building these relationships these memories with our with my family you know like do i value that more what i value and this is a lesson for somebody especially some of you in the financial industry or those of you who are a little bit more left brain, you know, in your thinking. What I value, and this is just me talking about, you know, the the kid metaphor still, what I value has a cost and it has a price. I mean, Jesus is my example in this instance because he valued me so high that he paid a price for me. I mean, it cost him his life he valued me so high that daily he paid a price and it cost him his life so in any given situation i can apply jesus i can apply jesus's example to my life and then get in alignment with what really matters by simply asking myself a very simple question. Like, I there's a very simple question I want to share with you. It's a question I am now asking myself when I am faced with doing what I what I know I should do, what I know I need to do. I'm going to take a quick commercial break because I have a little bit of a sore throat. Take a drink of water, and when I come back, I want to share this question with you. I want to give you this tool. Um, this might be something you might you might want to jot down. I'll be right back. Hey there. Just a quick commercial break to share some exciting news with you. If you are a Christian woman who has been struggling to lose weight, if you're struggling to take your food thoughts captive and to make them obedient to God's word, then I have great news for you. When I couldn't lose weight, I didn't know it at the onset of my journey, but I didn't have a weight loss problem, but rather I had a thinking problem. I was so stuck on all of my food stories. I was weak in my flesh and I easily gave into every temptation. No diet could change me, at least not for good. That is, until God. God's word changed me from the inside out. And now, to help seekers like yourself to step into lasting transformation from from the inside out the same way that I transformed... I have now published my first book. It's called The Seeker's Method for Weight Loss Workbook. It's a companion guide of journaling prompts available now on Amazon.com. It is, think of it as having me, Sherry Capella, Christian Life Coach, in your pocket. It's a collection, a hundred day collection of my infamous Christian Life Coaching for Weight Loss journaling prompts. If you're ready to stop conforming to the patterns of this world, to be transformed by, from the inside out by the renewing of your mind, then I encourage you to get your copy today on Amazon.com. You don't have to be in the Seeker's Method to use this journaling workbook. This journaling workbook could be the very thing that you need to step into God's will for your life, even in weight loss. Hey you, welcome back. All right, so As I was saying before the break, so in any given situation, I can apply Jesus as my example to my life, his example to my life by asking myself a very simple question. When I'm faced, when I'm in that moment and I'm faced with a situation of not wanting to do what I know I need to do, okay? And this is that question. In that moment, I ask myself, what do I value more here? Do I value what I want to do? or what I know I need to do. And so I'm going to give you an example. Like last night, I <clears throat> the house is a mess. Like, you know, we're at that point on Christmas vacation where um, <clears throat> nobody knows what day it is <laughs> that I had to like, He's gonna hate me for saying this, but I had to like convince my husband that he needed he needed to shave and shower because we were running out of food, like out of the basic things like milk and bread and whatever. Um, um, like we still don't know what day it is. We might have missed the garbage man, you know, all of those things. And the house is like horrible. Landon is walking around playing with all of the boxes that are (laughs) I mean, this is awful, isn't it? But it's just the truth. But last night I stood there. And I'm like, oh man, the house really needs cleaned. But I've been practicing a routine of, you know, being done with all of my coaching, recording podcasts every day, you know, coming, I mean, this is after Christmas, um, preparing to open up, you know, um, a new beta test, preparing to open up the Seeker's Method experience, all of these things, like I'm still working, you know, the kids and my husband are home on Christmas vacation, but I still have a lot to do on the daily. And so last night I stood there, in the crux of this situation, making this choice, you know, what do I value a clean house or being lazy? Because being lazy was more attractive. I wanted that more than I wanted a clean house, but I value having a clean house more than just being lazy. Like the time is going to pass. I've got things to do. People are coming over. So I need to see, I need to answer that question. Honestly, what do I value more right now? what I want to do or what I need to do. And so I asked myself that question. And so in that answer, is the conviction needed at least last night, you know, in that answer, my answer to that question was the conviction that I needed to switch me from thinking with my spiritual mind versus my physical mind. It's, it's how I level up. It's how I go higher. It's how I, um, pull rank on my flesh. I mean, if I know what I should do, I need to accept the cost. I need to accept the sacrifices that it's going to take to do it, even when I don't feel like it, because I value the better outcome more highly. I hope this is making sense to you. And so this applies to you even on your weight loss journey, because there will always be a price to pay for your weight loss, for progress, for growth, for strength, all of it. A lot of times it's going to cost you your comfort. It's going to, it's going to cost you your time, your energy, your effort. Like you're going to have to pay the price. But while there's always going to be a price The cost will go down every single day that you practice this. The cost will go down because with practice, through repetition, of you walking in the spirit, let me say that again. Oh, girl, I need to drink water in the worst way. I'm just going to pray through it. While there will always be a price, price, the cost will go down. I need you to know this. Because with practice, through repetition, things get easier because the value begins to have a return. I just need you to hang with me here and you start to experience the fruits of your investment. Does that make sense? Like you get stronger the more you practice this. This is where you also begin to hear and also begin to practice yielding in the spirit and suddenly self-control and, you know, spiritual maturity and wisdom and discernment and physical transformation begin to encourage your heart they begin to make your effort worth it you start to see the value you start to see the value in the daily price and it starts to cost you less and less every day i hope that makes sense so on your weight loss journey think about what you value do you value having progress do you you know do you value having progress i imagine the answer is yes arriving at a point where you're no longer mastered by your cravings. Do you value that? Like, do you want to arrive at a point where you no longer are mastered by your cravings? Does that have a higher value to you than taste and flavor? I mean, think about that for a minute. Do you value having fruitful habits and routines Or do you just value life being easy? Right? I mean, do you value... Let's think about the end goal. Do you value feeling stronger than your temptations? Because I need you to know that you'll get to that point where your temptations don't have any power over you anymore. But that comes over time and through practicing the right things. And so I need you to know that if you value having, you know, being at a point where you can lose weight, it's going to have a cost. There's going to be a daily price. There will always be a cost. You can't keep doing what you're doing and expect a different result. You, You can't expect to have a different result. Like you can't expect to have a return on no investment. Does that make sense? So my encouragement for you, beautiful, is to commit now to seeing your effort, your daily repeated effort as an investment into your future. You're not going to see the return immediately. You're not going to see the return every day. You're going to feel the price. You're going to feel the cost of it all. You're going to sense the sacrifice and it's going to be hard, but start prioritizing your life in living more eternally focused. Jesus, here is your example. He valued you so much, so highly, that he daily paid the price. Daily he gave his time. He, daily he gave his energy. Daily he gave his effort to, toward your eternity you need to anticipate and expect to do the same the same thing the cost of jesus doing this was his life so start valuing your life your eternity more highly trust that the daily sacrifices the self-control the self-discipline all of it will lead you to being more it's it's going to lead you to being made more like christ even when You don't feel like it.